Good morning, everyone, and welcome to our celebration this beautiful day. Uh, the readings today, the three beautiful readings are about uh, authority, power, but especially uh, humble service. Um, today's gospel offers the ideal of dedication to serve to the service of others as fundamental to Christian discipleship. So James and John approached Jesus to give them the highest position in his new kingdom. Why they approached to Jesus and they ask this. Grant that in your glory we may sit one at your right and the other at your left. How to understand this? According to the Middle Eastern custom, they sit on the right and left sides of the host where the places of honor granted to the host's closest friends and associates or those who host wished particularly to recognize. James and John are looking for, for positions of power and prestige. Their idea of the Messiah was a powerful political and military leader. That's why they ask him for this. James and John think of Jesus as a revolutionary freedom fighter. They are sure that the purpose of Jesus' final trip to Jerusalem is to defeat the Roman rulers. It was clear that these men, neither John and James, neither knew the meaning of true service, nor the implication of sitting at the right and the left of Jesus. They thought of service as enjoying privileges and setting themselves above others. Therefore, Jesus was quickly to correct their false impression of leadership when he said, You do not know what you are asking. Whoever wishes to be great among you will be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you will be the, the slave of all. For the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Here, Jesus challenges the apostles to share not only the power, but to serve, but to the service, sacrificing themselves for others, as Jesus will do. According to Jesus, greatness consists not in what we have, nor in what we can get from others, but in what we give to others. True greatness consists of loving, humble, and sacrificial service. For this reason, Jesus says, service is not lording it over the subject. Jesus teaches that when power and authority are used in selfish ways for personal gain, pleasure, or advantage, instead of on behalf of others, they cease to be Christians, and those who made this error become like leaders of the Gentiles. The leader uses everything he has to provide and develop the good for his people, 
Jesus gave us an example, beautiful example. In service and humility, one will find true greatness in God's eyes. Jesus chose to live among the people whom he served. He was God made flesh who came to share in our human condition and suffering. It is beautiful to know that. The letter to the Hebrews says, We have a high priest among us who is capable of feeling our weaknesses with us, one who has been tempted in every way that we are, though he is without sin. Jesus dwelled among us, a way of expressing solidarity with us in our human human condition. Uh, Saint Damien of uh, Malachi, who was canonized as saint only a few years ago, followed the example of Jesus. During his lifetime, Damien chose to serve lepers in their colony. He lived with them in the course of his service. He was afflicted by leprosy. He became one with the people he served. Damien's story is one of the greatest stories of service and solidarity in modern times. Also, I, hi I highly recommend uh, his, mo his movie, Saint Damien of Malachi. You can find it uh, on YouTube. It's a beautiful movie about service. Prophet Isaiah spoke about humble suffering servant who will bear the burdens of many offer his life for many. Isaiah wrote the prophecy in today's first reading 600 years before the birth of Christ. The characteristics of this suffering servant perfectly fit the life of Jesus. All those who serve and who are in leadership positions ought to learn from the leadership qualities of Jesus. So now we know about this uh, theology, now how to put into practice the word of God in, into my life. We get chances to serve others every day, whether we are in military service, social service, law, medical service, government, or business. Nurses with a beautiful smile serve their patients. Teachers help their students. Parents serve the needs of their children. And spouses serve each other. That's the goal. Remember this. Spouses serve each other and their children and their parents in all age. Therefore, my friends, the best place to put into practice humble service, the process of self-given service, should begin from our homes, families, and neighbors, and extend to our communities and others. And also we apply this gospel into our life as a community, as uh, parishioners, as parishioners. In our parish, we are also called to serve, not to be served. We can apply the famous ask not of John Kennedy. Ask not what your parish, what your church, your God can do for you. Rather, ask what you can do for your parish, for your church, 
and for God. If we want to be leaders, we must learn to be available, accountable, and vulnerable. I conclude my homily with this. We really need good religious leaders who have a good relationship with God, who love their ministry. We need good religious leaders who have high emotional intelligence to be compassionate, caring, calm, patient, understanding, who can lead us in our prayer, offering us on the altar, and who can draw us together as a sacrament. Think about your favorite leader or saint, and you will discover that these people are distinguished, not so much by what they did, but by how they carried about their duties. Mother Teresa of Calcutta will say, it is not the work you made that matters, but the love you put into what you do. As we encounter the Lord today in the Holy Eucharist, let us remember to take those tiny, humble steps that would lead us to the glorious positions God has prepared for, for us. Lord Jesus, today by your grace, I will perform at least one concrete act of service without looking for recognition from anyone except yourself. Jesus, I trust in you.